Oh, good. I wondered if I had enough time to scratch my nose and not look stupid when the screen comes oh, up. Oh, so you did? I yeah, just did I'll it, go yeah. Just... My... Good morning. Well, <laughs> good morning, Chicky. And, and I'm laughing because I know we're both absolutely exhausted because we're... we just uh, put out the seeker. I got to bed at four and Julia was up at the crack of dawn uploading it. Yeah. But um, that's the saying goes. Make it till you make it. Circulate and percolate. Yeah, well, we're, here we are. <laughs> we're we're both running on empty. I think it's been a very busy weekend, but the issue is looking great. I can't wait to have oh it in my, my hands. Uh, it's forty pages again this month, and it's uh, full of stuff about gardening this month. Yeah, gardening. We me who in. has no green thumb has written articles about gardening. So don't take my advice. <laughs> And she's done a wonderful job with the layout. We have a new section for maybe we'll keep it a secret. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, but I, I know all the theory about gardening. Like I don't have a green thumb and I kill everything, but I know all the theory. So you can go ahead and take my tips and take that to uh, your gardening uh, things. But uh, and, and if you know, it'll be it'll be a uh... it's beautiful, beautiful. Take her tips and come look at my garden. We'll, we'll be we're all set. <laughs> we're all good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyways, and then next month is the Seaway Staycation. So we're going to start uh, working on that. If you have any uh, things for uh, ideas on staycationing, uh, mm -hmm. which has been a big thing in the last two years, right? Oh, my God. It's, uh, we have not a choice. We can't go anywhere. Right. And and the government is giving incentives for people who are staycationing in Ontario. So it's kind of yeah. it's kind of cool, right? Yep. So we're going to have staycation. We're so excited. I, I don't know. Like the last few months, I've been so excited putting this together because it's looking so beautiful and it's it getting so big. And and yeah, so we're going to do staycation. And I'm looking at doing because June is, June is seniors month. So yep. there's going to be a little senior section as well. So cool. Cool. Yep. There's a, there's a few issues of our April um, magazine that are still in the box. So you can come and pick yours up, but hurry. There's like very limited uh, yeah. issues done. Yeah. And, All right. and I hardly have any either. You notice we always show, I show this side and Julia shows, show your side. Oh, show it. <laughs> here you go. Because basically, I work on the seeker. She works on the magazine side. So, yeah, we're, we that's how we have our compromise, two and one. Yeah. So uh, today we are um, hosting two guests. Mm -hmm. So we love when we have guests here at the show. Uh, we love talking to people. And uh, today we're going to be talking about um, Mental Health Week, which is coming um in May, uh, yep. first week of May, I believe. And uh, we're going to be talking to Angel D'Alessio and uh, Stephen Duris, right? Yes, yes. So I'm excited because mental health is a big, a big topic, especially over the last couple of years. It's, uh, it's really come to light. And yeah, a lot it, of people are talking about it now, and it's not just that hidden secret, you know. And, and we've talked about it on the show 
um, many times, and we've had several guests that came to talk about mental health and addiction, um, mm-hmm. because uh, uh, it's a topic that's close to our hearts. We both have uh, children that are struggling with uh, mental health and addictions, and yeah. um, so when we have a guest over, we're also, you know, <laughs> trying yeah, getting to, to navigate the, uh, yeah, getting the information yeah. for ourselves and trying to navigate yeah. this, this big thing, because it's, um, it's one thing to um, be dealing with mental health issues as, as a person, which yeah. I have once in, in my life, yeah. I've had one bout yeah. of, uh, major depression sorry i have fruit flies here um <laughs> are you sure that's what it is and it's, it's, it's just not flies. something going on here <laughs> you, um, know, you know when people start doing this that means something else say eh? it does <laughs> okay <laughs> you're losing it <laughs> okay so um so yeah so anyways i've had, i've had one bout of major depression and um had to um get something done about it like i mean it was it was so bad and and it's funny because i've said it before but i'm gonna say it again um my ex-husband was manic depressive and i used to be so judgmental of him like he would go through highs and lows and when he would go through lows i mean i would just be so mean and i would tell him you know kick yourself out of it yeah Mm -hmm. just you know do something like it's it's not rocket science just do something about it just don't let yourself sink in this low just just get up and go and uh when i had my major depression i kind of whoa (laughs) i kind of realized that it's not it's not that easy and um i was uh i was refusing to take meds i i didn't want to take meds i was so against it and and sometime um at, at some point one young girl she was like probably 17 like and i was like older right but um she had the wisest words anybody could have ever said to me. She told me, listen, your body is not working well. And she said, um, if you had diabetes, you would take insulin, wouldn't you? And I'm like, Hmm, yeah, you know, well, your mind is not firing properly and you need medication, you know? So I went on a medication and I was on it for a little while and, and it did wonders. Like, I mean, it, it really, it literally saved my life, my least, because I was in a dark, dark, dark place. Yeah. And that's so what's, that's what's scary. Once you get in that dark place, it's hard to climb out by yourself. You need help sometimes. You need a, a little boost, a yeah. little mood boost. <laughs> exactly. So, um, yeah. So anyways, it, it really changed my uh, going through this really changed my perspective on things. And, and uh, I'm much more... Um, accepting and I'm much more uh able to help my own children who mm-hmm. had you know issues as well at some yeah. point because it runs in the family apparently right my mom so, had it too and she never she never was diagnosed but I'm pretty sure she had uh um big mental health issues and um but yeah so anyways it's just uh being equipped so I, as i was saying you're you're living it as a person at one point mm-hmm. when you're living it it's one thing but when you're actually living with a person you yep. need the tools to navigate that as well so anyways we're i'm going to bring our our I'm talking like crazy right now yeah so. cuz well you know it's a, it's an important subject and like it's like you know most people know that my i lost my 33 year old son 
last November too. So I'm dealing with that. And that's a real big issue for me right now. But mm -hmm. again, try, I was trying to help him with his issues as well. So like you were saying, like, it's not just about the individual it's about who we're trying to help around us so. and yeah and it's hard to know what to say what not to say exactly um, there was a lot help, of you know how yep. are you enabling yep. or are you actually yep. helping you know it's really as a person yep. who's navigating it side by side with a person yep. who has mental health you're you're kind of it's it's hard to uh yeah it's hard to have a conversation and not trigger something or, or right. be on the verge of nagging. And it's, it's a, it's a tough, tough yeah. subject for yeah. sure. So maybe our guests have some tips for us today I anyways. So. so Angel D'Alessio and Stephen Duries, um, I hope I didn't massacre your name there. <laughs> it's Duris. Duris. Okay. <laughs> and I even asked Angel before I brought you in and I, I still didn't say it right. <laughs> How are you guys? Wonderful, wonderful. Thanks for having us. This is exciting. Yes, it is. And in uh, a mental health week, you got a whole bunch of things um, planned yeah. and, and prepared. But I'm going to let you guys introduce yourself first. Um, I think you're best to uh, describe what you do and who you are. I know you're very well known in the community, but. So, Stephen, do we uh, go ladies first or gentlemen first? <laughs> all, all, always ladies first, Angel. Always ladies oh, first. Oh, I know. You're, you're such a sweetheart. Okay. Well, I'll go first. Um, so, this is my first time on the show, but I've been uh, uh, providing these lovely ladies with some content for Mental Health Matters. So, you may have seen some of our articles over the years. Um, and I believe Stephen's been on the show, but we'll let him talk about that. Uh, so, my name is Angel Delacio. I work as a mental health promoter for the Canadian Mental Health Association right here on Pitt Street in Cornwall. And my main role is to provide awareness, education to our community about mental health, about all the things you were talking about before we came on, mm -hmm. um, how to support people. Are there resources people can access? What is mental health? What is mental illness? How do we talk to somebody about it? Are there family supports? So I really, when I was hearing you, I was like, I want to jump in here because I had an answer <laughs> for just about everything that you Good. were saying. And, uh, Stephen's going to be talking to you about empathy, but I think just to come back on something you said earlier is how do we talk to people about mental health concerns? And uh, I teach a course called Mental Health First Aid, and I always start the course, which is six to eight hours long, virtually, and I always start the course by saying you are all capable of helping and supporting someone with their mental health if you can understand the word empathy, because people, all they need is they don't need advice. They don't need these magical solutions. They need someone to understand where they're at. And I think, Julia, you mentioned when I was in the deepest, darkest moments, you know, I, I could feel that that's where, where you were going with that is that who, it's hard to understand unless you live it. And same with, with yourself. Um, it's May. How do I say your name, May? My lease. My lease. Okay, thank you. I didn't want to, I didn't want to mispronounce that. But same with yourself. You talked about losing your son. And again, mm -hmm. you empathy. Um, and empathy, if you look at the Brene Brown video, there's a video she she has every just about everybody has seen it. But if you haven't, go on YouTube and look at Brene Brown empathy. Mm. And she does a wonderful example in a three minute time slot of explaining sympathy versus empathy. And empathy is feeling with the person, finding a place in yourself where you can connect that same emotion. 
I will never forget that for the rest of my life. And I always start every course with that notion is please watch that three minute video either on your break so that we can really be in the same mindset, you know, to wanting to help. And how do we do that? And it's not that complicated, really. Mm -hmm. On that note, I'm Angel Delacio and I will pass it over to our wonderful ambassador for mental health, Stephen Duris. Well, I'm Stephen Duris. Um, I'm co-founder of MinTalk uh, Communique, a men's support group in Cornwall, and uh, co-host of Man-to-Man um, -Man Show on Coach Co. I am also the chair of Bereaved Families of Cornwall, and uh, I'm a volunteer at large. I volunteer for many, many agencies. Uh, one that really holds a close place in my heart is CMHA because I am a suicide attempt survivor. And uh, I suffer from depression. I suffer from anxiety. And uh, I just feel that there, my, my goal in my life, the rest of my life that I have, is to bring awareness to mental health issues, especially surrounding men who men, mm -hmm. as everybody says, men don't talk. Well, my partner, Ivan Lavelle, and myself could prove you all wrong on that because mm -hmm. we do talk when we have the right place to talk. But there is a stigma that's, with men that's even even worse than with women, where you know men are um, brought up to to hide their emotions, yeah. you know. And you know, my husband's very much like that. Um, I think it's changing, and thank God for people like you who are changing this culture. But it's it's probably even harder as a man. Mm -hmm. It took me twenty seven years to tell anybody publicly that I attempted suicide. And wow. uh, what, what I tell everybody that I talk to about it now, it was the most freeing day of my life is because I took the stigma away from me. Right. And uh, mm -hmm. as you can see, I get emotional every time I talk about it. I get goosebumps uh, because it was so liberating to say, I'm free. Mm -hmm. And the first time I said it out loud, it was like the world came off my shoulder. So I encourage anybody that's holding anything back. It doesn't have to be suicide. It has to be anything with mental illness. Talk about it. You're going to see you free yourself up and you start on a healing path. And I've never felt better than I have in the last five years. It's well, been great for me. You have born again, Christians and everything else. I'm born again, human. I, feel, <laughs> I, I like I, that. I feel, I, feel, I feel human now. I feel like there's nothing, nothing. You feel alive. Well, to be exactly. human is to feel, right? Exactly. And if you're you're repressing all this emotion, like you're not really feeling anything, you're not really living, I guess. Yeah. You uh, you keep pushing it down, and I pushed mm -hmm. it down, like I said, for about 27 years. I just kept pushing away, pushing away, and once it once it was out there, the first time it went out, that was it. I felt amazing and i still mm -hmm. do good yeah i know um it, it was the same for me when i had my major depression i think it was from emotion that was repressed and over and over and over you know and 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 it, i just blew up at, after a while because when you repress everything and you're just pushing everything and not allowing yourself to feel anything and i mean I, i'm talking about really dramatic stuff like i i lost my brother to um um, drugs and and I mean he he was shot because of a bad drug deal and and all that emotion from like my 
early teenage years was repressed and and because I was brought up with a father also who did not show his emotion whatsoever. I've never seen my father cry, not once, you know. I've never seen my husband cry, not once, you know. So, and um, I'm glad that my children are actually very, they wear their emotions on their sleeves and, and that's good. So, mm-hmm. um, but I have a question for you guys. Why do you think sure. there is such a stigma around mental health issues? I'm going to speak on for my own experience in it is that especially on the men's side is we're supposed to be super strong. We're not supposed to have any problems. Mm -hmm. And the truth is men and women are the same. The only thing that's different is they have different bodies. They think differently on a lot of planes, but we all suffer the same stuff, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but women are allowed to talk to each other. Women are allowed, and this is our society, women are allowed to go to each other and say, listen, I'm having a problem today. Let's talk. Men have never been given that open door to say, okay, man, I'm having a bad day today. Even in a lot of the workplaces, you will see women going off with burnouts and where men will be sticking there. And the next thing you know, you heard of somebody suiciding or crashing or whatever and ending up in the hospital rather than going up to the doc to the boss and say listen i'm having a bad day i need a mental health day and it's Uh something i think every industry should have is at least four mental health days a year that people could just say i'm done today but we just don't allow people to talk about what's the matter with them we don't allow men to talk about it as much as we allow women to talk about it true well yeah that's I would say that, you know, for both men and women or young, right through all ages, I think depending on, I I guess our our younger generation is is used to talking about mental health. And I noticed that when I go into a school, Uh, Stephen often asks a question very openly about, you know, how many people here have struggled or are struggling or know someone who's struggling. And, you know, we see the hands go up without too much hesitation, whereas adults sometimes tend not to do that. And I would say probably fear of reprisal, you know, uh, mm-hmm. fear of, of being judged by our friends, family, colleagues, fear of loss, you know, could be, you know, I've talked to, to college students who say, well, if I come forward with mental health issues, maybe I'll lose my scholarship, maybe I'll lose. So people are afraid of yep. losing something. But to quote Howie Mandel, because, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always following Every, every conversation around mental health and Bell Let's Talk has been one that I've been following for years and supporting. And on that, another you know, statement that he made um, or a comment that I have, I have kept with me, he said in one of his promotional videos is why can't, what I want to see, and I'm speaking on behalf of Howie Mandel is, I want mental health to be just as important as your dental health. And mm-hmm. Stephen nailed it on the, on the head there when he said, yeah, if I go to my employer and I say, I've got to leave at three o'clock because I have an appointment with my psychologist, there shouldn't be glares. There shouldn't be, you know, yeah. any kind of, there shouldn't be any different than if I said I had a, a dental appointment. There should, it it, should be no difference, but there is. And that's what needs uh-huh. to change. It speaks to what I was saying before that this young girl told me that if I had diabetes, I would take medication yeah. without hesitation. Absolutely. However, it's mental health. So I feel like I should not have to take medication. I should be able to deal with it on my own, you know, mm-hmm. which is completely crazy when you think about it. Because, because yeah. it affects your, it, it, 
meant it's chemical imbalance. That that's really yeah. what it is. What caused it? It could be stress. It could be genetics. It could be environment. It could be drugs. That's the part that's often difficult to pinpoint is where did this chemical imbalance come from? But all of them can be managed through therapy, sometimes medication, sometimes a combination. But without it, it's not going to improve. It, people yep. are under the, I'll just snap out of it. I'll bounce back. I'll, no, it's a condition just like diabetes, just like cancer, and you need treatment. Now, yep. that looks different for everybody, but you need to, you really need to access those professional supports. Mm -hmm. um, and I think Stephen can speak to that. That's really, really important. A first step into recovery. Yeah. Yeah. And, and not to wait either. Like I, mm. I waited so long that I ended up um, having my husband drive me to Douglas Hospital in Montreal because it was that dramatic. It was like that serious. I was, I was, you know, there yeah. was no turning back where I was going. Like it was, mm -hmm. um, and it was the scariest thing I've ever felt. Like, and I felt alone and I felt, um, totally out of control. And it, that's another thing. Like I'm, I'm somebody who's always in control. Like, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm, I can attest to that. <laughs> oh yeah. So, um, good, feeling point, this good point. Noticing that someone, there's a, a change from their normal kind of baseline. Yep typically very in control. This is how you recognize um, struggles in other people. Sometimes they don't recognize it in themselves until they hit rock bottom, right? until yep. it becomes so severe they can't cope. But we want to encourage people to recognize minor changes, subtle changes in the beginning when it's mild to moderate so yep. that you can get back to recovery quicker. Mm -hmm. So how how do you approach, like if you, if you notice those changes in people and you think that they need help, help how do you approach the subject uh with the person like how can you i'll let Steve answer on. that because he he says straight it in one of his <laughs> straight, straight straightforward uh, i had a, a friend that i worked with who um unfortunately suicided uh, a couple of years back oh. mm. but when he started going through his problems and nobody was, nobody was really noticing. And I didn't have the training I do today because I think the, if it, I did, things might be a little bit different. They might not because we're not never going to save everybody from suicide. But uh, I noticed like the, the differences in him and I approached him. I was a truck driver. So I, I went up and asked him directly. I said, you know, like his name was Pierre. I said, Pierre, there's so many differences in you lately. You're, you know, this guy used to come in, we'd laugh, we'd joke, we'd go on. And then all of a sudden he just stopped and he would come in, get his bills, walk out the door. And so, like I say, this one morning I chased him out and I said, what is going on? And uh, I, and I actually asked him that morning if he was thinking of suicide and he said, absolutely. There's wow. no way out of what I'm in. And it was the direct approach if you're going to beat around the bush and ask somebody, uh, you, you don't look well today, you know, you're not, um, not yourself. It might be a way for some people, but most of the time I could come up to you, Julia, and say, look, it, I've noticed you're not right today. Are you, do you need help? Do you need someone to talk to? I'm here, mm -hmm. you know, and give the person to talk to. But if you're going to ask the question, if I are, Julia, are you well today? You're not looking well and don't want to know. I'm yeah. not going to answer you. 
So mm-hmm. you have to ask the it's questions. It's all in the approach, yeah. Yep. And it's yeah. not it's not only for suicide, it's for for just mental health on the you know, you go up and you see somebody changing, ask them what's going on. Is there something you could go on? And it, it goes with the empathy of it all, actually being able to feel what they're feeling. So mm-hmm. like if I go up to you and you say, Well, you know, I'm having trouble with this or that, as well. If I can relate to it, I'm gonna tell you this is what I I've done when I was going through it without giving you a whole bunch of advice. You don't want Mm -hmm. advice. You just want somebody to talk to. And 90% of the time, the people, that's all they want is somebody to hear their voice. Yeah. And and if you're, if you're going to somebody and say, Hey, you, you you look, you look off today. That's kind of judgmental in itself. Right. Mm -hmm. So as, as opposed to, if you say, Mm -hmm. Hey, I'm here to listen if you need to, which is a lot more accepting and, and, has empathy like you give your concrete reasons for the ask i noticed you've been missing some you've been missing work you know you typically don't do that or you you're usually very um very optimistic and outgoing and i noticed that you're kind of withdrawn you're giving people your what you've noticed that's kind of your evidence your proof and then you follow up with if you need to talk i'm here to listen when you're ready um and and maybe they won't come they won't approach you right away but at least now they know, they know who they could approach yep. because it yep. still is a taboo. It, it, we've come a long way in the last decade, but we still have a long way to go when it comes to taboo and stigma surrounding mm-hmm. mental health and mental illness. But this, yep. So observations as opposed to judgments. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, never judge. Yeah. yeah. Never, yeah. never judge. Yeah. It's, yep. it's, if you judge somebody, they're going to walk away from you. Of yep. course. Of or they're, they're going to say, if you keep talking about it, I'm going to hang up. <laughs> that's the other thing. Yeah. And that's yeah. when you say, okay, I, I understand that. I respect that. And when you're ready, I care about you. The only time I would say you have to take it to the next level is if someone is at risk of harming themselves. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. You sus- your, your gut instinct, your spidey senses are going off saying, mm-hmm. if I hang up, this person is not going to be okay. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where you want to intervene on their behalf, because sometimes people are at that point where they can't make those, those decisions. The decisions. Yeah. Right. Okay, so Mental Health Week is from the 2nd to the 8th of May. It's coming up fast. And you have all sorts of things going on. The theme is empathy. Mm -hmm. And so I'll let you talk about that. Well, just a little bit of background on Mental Health Week. So we've been talking about mental health challenges in the beginning of, of our talk today. But Mental Health Week is about wellness. So we have two weeks a year, Mental Illness Awareness Week in October, first week, and Mental Health Week in May. So Mental Health Week is all about promoting events and, and conversations that are going to promote that well-being. So Mental Health Week, this has uh, been going on for 71 years, believe it or not. Wow. It's the 71st annual Mental Health Week. That is, this is a national event. Our CMHA national office hosts Mental Health Week. Um, They're based out of Toronto, but it's a national event. Um, And in all our branches across the province, uh, kind of tag along and promote it. Uh, So it it started in 1951. um, And the whole purpose was to bring awareness around mental health, specifically Mm -hmm. well-being. Um, It's often been mixed in with mental illness. Because I find what I've noticed is people say mental health when they mean mental illness. There's often a a mix up of the the two terms, which people aren't sure 
So I just would like to put the, the, the division between the two that what we're trying to promote for this year is wellness and well-being uh, during Mental Health Week. And yes, the, the last year, the theme was emotional intelligence mm. um, and understanding emotions and being able to identify them and label them, which is really hard to do. And that information is still available on the mentalhealthweek.ca website, mentalhealthweek.ca. There's a toolkit for teachers and workplaces, but it starts with that. And this year we've added the, the empathy because we have been through a heck of a two years, I'll say, in this pandemic. Mm -hmm. yep. You mentioned that it has been brought to the forefront. That If I had to say what came out of this pandemic that was positive, many things. There's a lot of negative, but there's also a lot of positive, but yep. awareness of mental health has been the, I think the thing that I'm happy that this, I'm not happy that people are struggling, but I'm happy that people understand it because what we have found um, in the, just a recent survey in, in February, 2022 is that one in four people access mental health supports during the pandemic. Wow. I don't yeah. know that I would have been able to say that prior to the two years of the pandemic. So I'm not happy that people are struggling, but I'm happy that people are understanding that it could happen to anyone. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't necessarily mean you're, you have it to the severity of diagnosis, but you now understand what it feels like to be low, <laughs> mm -hmm. down, anxious, stressed, all of those things that we experienced during the pandemic, people have been experiencing this for years. And that is what mental illness can be if left mm -hmm. undiagnosed. Yeah, so. it's it's a realization. Like everybody has kind of realized that it can, like you said, happen to anyone. It's kind of like my my depression after being so judgmental. My husband, <laughs> my ex husband, uh, it's kind of a, a slap in the face, waking you up and saying, "Hey, <laughs> here, this this can happen to you too." But now um, you're a much more empathetic person. Uh, absolutely. Well, as the as I believe it now. Yeah, you <laughs> no. a mile in his shoes, kind of yep. thing. You understand, and he understands yep. you, and and yeah. that's what we need more of. Is I I understand that exactly. he had absolutely no control over it. That you know, it's not something that he would have been able. You, to yeah, you can't snap out, out of it, right? But you can recover. Yeah, exactly. and that that's something that always bothers me. I was working at a local trucking company in Cornwall. And uh, one gentleman was talking to me about his niece who was having mental health problems. And he says, I don't understand why she just doesn't snap out of it. <laughs> exactly. And, and I looked at him, I said, because you've never been sick. And until yeah. you're sick, you don't know what the person's been through. And yeah. we at our men's group one night and we had a new gentleman come in and he's sitting there and he said he was ashamed because uh, he attempted suicide. So we're sitting there and said, okay, who around the table has attempted suicide? And four hands went up. Mm. And, after, you know, afterwards the guy looks around and I said, you're not alone. Mm -hmm. And this is where people have to realize is you're not alone. There's more of you out there. And yeah. all you have to do is ask for the help. And there's going to be people there with the empathy that know what you've gone through and understand you and will listen to you and guide you to getting wellness because we it's the whole aim of it is being well again. 
And I, so, I love that, actually, I love that word well-being and wellness. It yeah. just takes that stigma completely away. Our organization, CMHA, we've completely done a, a 360. A, 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 yeah. We were, and we needed to do this in the beginning. You know, I've been there 15 years. We've been doing a lot of awareness on what our mental illnesses and what, you know, the signs and symptoms. Mm -hmm. And in the last year, the need from our community, the need from workplaces and schools is we want to be, what, what, what can you do to help us be well, help us bounce back? Are there programs? And there are many. I've got them all here, living life to the full, bounce back, mood walk. These are all wellness-based programs to help mm -hmm. support people. And mm -hmm. that, has been, that is our entire focus now. I mean, we'll still educate people if they request it. But I think people know depression, anxiety. They know what the definitions are. Now they need to know, how can I take care of myself? How can I get back to some sort of normalcy? That yeah. I like that. It's like a shift. Like, you know, if you believe in the law of attraction. Yes, um, I they do. Say, yeah, they say you don't focus on what you don't want. You focus on, on what yes, you want. You want. Like, if, you're, if you want to lose weight, if you focus on weight, you're going to get more of the weight. If you focus on health, you're going to get more of the health. So same yeah. kind of thing. You Good. got it. I love that. Oh, we could have a whole show about law of attraction, but that's another conversation. Right. <laughs> so speaking of mood walk, yeah. yeah. What is it? What happens? Talk well, about both it. Stephen and I, I think we're the, we're the first to be trained in Cornwall. Uh, well, myself, Stephen, and nine other people, I should say. Uh, so it is a, is it a, it's a program of, all of these programs are programs of CMH Ontario, just to put that out there. Um, we really uh, follow uh, their evidence-based research and programs, and they have wonderful programs. Uh, so we, anyone can, can access this program and deliver these programs in their workplace and their schools by visiting moodwalk.ca. Mm -hmm. We finished the program, and what does the program entail? An orientation, access to the manual with themed mood walks. So fun. I love it because, you know, you have a, a walk on mindfulness, and you have another scavenger hunt, and we're trying to connect mental health with physical health in a green space. That's what mood walk is all about. Okay. Lots of research to support this. Mm -hmm. So we asked our CMHA volunteers and a few other organizations to join in. Um, to, to learn about this and then start delivering this eight week program in their respective workplaces or schools. Um, awesome. And that's, and this is all starting mental health week. So, uh, it's so how often, how often are going, gonna, these mood walk happen? What as often plans? as possible. Yeah. yeah. So Steven's as, as often at as we could get one organized. Uh, go ahead, Angel. Well, you you were planning on offering it with men, the men's group, I believe. We've, yeah, we've already spoke to the guys last week and the week before about it that uh, we're going to be starting to do them on not group nights but other nights because we don't want to okay. interfere with our group, so we be able to take the guys for a walk that we could get to see each other in different lights. Because mm -hmm. when you're sitting in a group atmosphere, it's one way you look at a person. But when you're outside talking to them one-on-one -on -one or anywhere talking one-on-one, -on -one, the whole atmosphere around it. And so you could pick apart what's going on with them. And like we're talking about the mood walk coming up with CMHA is going to be on empathy. And we're going to have little buttons that are going to say like, 
sad, happy. And so we'll be able to pick at each other and say, okay, why are you sad today? Because you're going to pick the button you need when you're going out. So why are you sad today? Why are you happy? Why are you feeling depressed? So we could ask, teach people how to ask the questions. In an it's, a good, it's a good entry point yeah. into a discussion, yeah. right? A deeper conversation, yeah, exactly. not yes. surface level. So yeah. they're, they're just going to have their little sticker, and it's up to us to explore that emotion as we're walking at Grace Creek, which is a beautiful setting for a moon yeah. walk. Mm -hmm. um, and, and it's going to be an example. So obviously, this is an eight-week program. So we're just going to be launching a sample mood walk during Mental Health Week on May 4th. Okay. Uh, so if you're interested in, in learning about it and seeing, okay, let me check it out. Let me see if this is something I want to get involved in. Maybe personally, or maybe you want to host a mood walk program. Either way, hmm. we encourage our community to come and check it out. And uh, Your TV Cornwall believes in this program so much that they sponsored a $100 gift card. So you can go buy a brand new pair or at least one shoe at Sports Tech. <laughs> <with your own. laughs> One shoe. It depends if it's on clearance or not, because I don't think you can get a pair of shoes at Sport Check for $100, but it's a good start. But we want to encourage people to make this part of their lifestyle. Yep. You know, we want it because there's so many benefits to your mental health. Just 15 minutes a day of being outside in nature and walking can, can make all the difference. So yeah. I don't know if you know this, Angel, but... Um, when the pandemic hit and my kids have been in my, my, my kids have been out of school since then they're still at home. They're still okay. um, learning at home. So uh, we took on hiking as yeah. a way right. of coping. So every Sunday we go somewhere in Ontario. Uh, sometimes it's an hour away. Sometimes it's two hours away. Sometimes it's 10 minutes. Um, but we've been steadily going hiking and that really, I believe really, um, gave them a boy to hold on to right um through the whole thing the whole time of the pandemic so yes walking is absolutely and me too it saved me like these walks are some things we look forward to every sunday and we know that we're going to go and stop at timmy's get our little mm -hmm. breakfast and <laughs> oh i love that so but yeah no it's it's awesome walking is, is well because you're hitting is. a few things you're hitting the physical yeah. aspect which boosts your endorphins, which make you feel better, your mood boosts. You're hitting the social aspects, so you're connecting with your family, which is super important to mental health. Mm -hmm. You know, so you've got, and you have some you have anticipation, you have something to look forward to. So we have these little mood walk cards. So part of the program is to identify how you feel before. We go oh, through okay. the walk, we introduce the theme. So they're hour, one hour walks. And then you, you circle how you feel after. And we're gonna track this throughout the eight weeks. So people can really see that this is creating a positive change. And we're so confident that there's gonna be a change. Like we're, we're not worried about this at all. We've already evaluated this program. CMH Ontario has already done lots of evaluations. We're piloting this in the schools. Uh, Holy Trinity School is gonna be one of the schools we're piloting the mood walk with grade seven and eight students. Coincidentally, they're right next to Grace Creek, so that's perfect. Yeah. Um, so it's going to be fantastic. We're going to be running this through the youth hubs as well um, on Pitt Street and one in Rockland. So we're really hoping to spread the word, really get this out there. Yeah. So basically, the first one is on May the 4th. And yeah, it's May the 4th, 4th be with you, right? Yeah, because May 4th is yeah. Mental Health Week. 
Yeah. And then at that walk, we, we will introduce, so we will let people know what it is. And if they mm -hmm. want to join the next program, which will be the first official program that Stephen and I will be facilitating, mm -hmm. um, as well as other volunteers through CMHA or through Stephen's men's group. Mm -hmm. um, and there'll be other organizations doing the same thing. So we'll be mm -hmm. posting on our social media and our websites when we're going to launch our mood walks and we anticipate June being the first so June through July and then we'll repeat this in the fall as well so awesome. we're going to do it twice a year but we're hoping other organizations do it as well okay. so that we can get some momentum around that. so how is this going to mm -hmm. work with the organizations like any any organization can start their own mood walk yeah. and and be trained for it is that what I'm understanding Okay, yeah. so the seeker could start a mood yeah. for their employees. Yes, you could. <laughs> I was just saying, yeah, are you thinking what I'm thinking? Yeah, that'd be really I really cool. encourage you to contact moodwalk.ca because yeah. they will provide you the manual. There's no okay. cost to this. Mm -hmm. And then they will encourage you to take a safe hike training program, which is beneficial for the program, but also you, Julia, who walks and does nature hikes. It really create it, it teaches you every possible scenario for safety. Yeah. What if somebody has a heart attack on your right? Walk? What yeah. if there's, um, somebody faints? What if they're low blood sugar? What yeah. if insect bite? At first I thought, why am I learning about this? I want to teach about mental health, but then I realized how valuable that is, you know, to yeah. be prepared yeah. you know, for these mood walks. So Absolutely. I, I highly encourage people to register through the website. They'll contact you immediately. You take a safe hike training course, which is just a few hours online, and then you have access to the manual and you develop the program that you in want. your own way. I, oh, I, that's cool. You know, whenever yeah. You yeah. I, I love this idea of structure and, and I love structure. Well, <laughs> I used to, um, I mean, a few years ago, I used to go for a walk every Monday at four o'clock with a friend of mine. We made it an appointment because yeah. that's the only way I can get out there and do it. If it's an appointment, you have to schedule it. You schedule it and you do it. And then if one of you doesn't show up, well, then that's a big problem, right? So where are you? This, oh, yeah, we had a date. Know, we, we held each other accountable. So that's yeah, we did it every single week, just like your hikes, Julia. You yeah. have to have structure. Yeah, this is really good. And we we stopped for a little while there, and my kids gave me hell for it. Mm -hmm. You know, like they were looking forward to it. They were like, "Mom, what the heck is going on here? We yeah. got to get back to hiking." And I'm like, "You know, you're talking about teenagers here." <laughs> like, <laughs> Speaking of teenagers, my daughter came because I wanted to sample Grace Creek. I wanted to know what my path was going to look like. She hates walking. I can't get her to go around the block with me. She does not enjoy that. Mm -hmm. She was feeding the birds. The birds. Oh yes. Oh, they come to your hand. Never like complained awesome. once. We got lost, by the way. She never complained once. We will not get lost during the mental health week, when I assure you. But we want to <laughs> sidebar, sidebar, Angele, take her to the Chipmunk Trail in Ottawa. You can feed the chipmunks, and they come, and the squirrels they come to he eat in your hand, and then you have oh like God. the the chickadees as well that come to eat. Like it is an awesome trail. So <laughs> side. <laughs> well, I think I made her a believer is my point. She doesn't like to walk and she, I have pictures of her smiling. So oh, that's good. Wow. Wow. While she's feeding the birds. So that, yeah, if I can convince a 14 year old, how beneficial this is, yeah. I think I can convince the rest of the community. What do you think, so, Stephen? Well, where we are in Cornwall and like I'm in, uh, in near Alexandria, we have so many trails to walk. 
I mean, mm-hmm. there, there's everywhere you look, there's a trail. And we, last year, like I'm a big brother and my wife's a big sister. And last year we took the kids, uh, big brothers, big sisters had a, a program going. If you did eight walks, you got a chance to go to uh, Brockville on a bigger walk, bigger hike. And so we were taking the kids out every week for a hike. And it was great. It rain. It didn't care if it was rainy or not. We still did the hikes. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I loved them. So this year, like I was out with my little guy last night and I told him, we're going to start hiking and walking the trails, uh, or, or ride, biking the trails, I mean. So we're going to be doing both of them. There is just so much to do. And when you get your kids out and you get yourself out, I'm an outdoors person. Mm-hmm. When I'm stuck inside, I don't feel good. Mm-hmm. When I'm outside, I'm free. And it's, mm-hmm. you, you know, you just yep. feel it. And you only need that little bit of time outside. You don't need a lot. You need the, the sun beating down on you yep. to say, you're alive. Let's go. Let's do this. Um, I'm looking forward to doing these mood walks. I'm really, um, I bought a new pair of hiking boots. So I'm going to be able <laughs> to break in and away I go. I don't know how much I'm going to do, but I'm going to do as much as I can because, uh, I want, I enjoyed them. I enjoy being outside. And I think it's for me up here is what I really need. Well, what we did was um, Sheldon and I, we bought seven acres of property between Mountaintown and St. Raphael's. We are actually building a tiny house out there. But oh. for me, it's like I'm at my computer all the time. And just one day out helping on the property, it's like, you know, it's like a three week vacation. I'm a, I'm a different person, you know, yeah, just it's a, it's a mood there. enhancer for sure. It really, really is. And it costs nothing. Exactly. <laughs> it's free. Take advantage of it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just so sure. one last thing before we let you go. Yeah. And thank you so much for coming today. Um, you have great. a virtual events happening as well during mental health week. Yeah. Oh, yes. The, yeah. So to kick off mental health week, which will be May 2nd. Uh, if you go to our CMHA Champlain East Facebook page at noon, you can watch live. Um, or right now, if you go to our Facebook page, you can register with a Zoom link. But there's only a n- limited space, a thousand for everybody in Ontario. So I encourage you to do that, early bird. Or if it's full, watch it live through our Facebook page. Um, so it's going to be a, co- a national conversation on empathy. And who are our wonderful guests, Stephen? Who are we going to be Michael, featuring? Michael Landsberg, who is a sports analyst on uh, T- TSN, I believe it is. And uh, Sophie Trudeau, who wow. uh, suffers from a mental problem herself, uh, our prime minister's very own wife. And uh, I think they're going to be wonderful, wonderful guests. I've heard Michael Landsberg mm-hmm. talk before, and I know a little bit about Sophie Gregoire. So it's going to be uh I think wonderful, wonderful interviews to get things out there and show me. A good way to start only, the conversation that week. Absolutely. Yeah. For sure. It, it's not only it's not only sick people that get sick or poor people that get sick. It's everybody gets sick. Yep. And it yep. could hit anybody anytime. And that's what these people are going to be showing. It's doesn't matter who you are, something could happen yep. to you. So it's time yep. to take care. Yeah. Margaret Trudeau. Um, Justin's mom was a big advocate of um, mental yeah. health as well. Yeah, yeah, so, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, yeah she's all right, guys. Yes, I know. Yep. That's that's uh, yeah. That that was my uh, my ex husband's illness as well. And you know, it took him. 
uh, I want to say 50 years before he actually got on medication for it. And uh, wow, what a life-changing thing for him. And that's, you know, it's inspiring because it just goes to show that recovery can happen at any age. Yeah. Ideally, you want to you want to live your best life as soon as possible. You want to be able to get on the path to recovery, but everybody's journey is different. And I think now that we're talking about it more, people are more yeah, yeah. inclined to reach, know where those resources are and reach out. But I'm going to give you a couple before we go. Bounce Back Ontario, free program for depression and anxiety, self-referral. Mood Walk, get those started with your family and friends, moodwalk.ca. And um, the other one is Living Life to the Full, which is how to, again, how to manage anger, how to manage your emotions, how to, it's, it's based on cognitive behavior therapy, but it's about living well. Um, and it's like a self-help program that we offer at CMHA as well. Um, and all of those uh, programs are under our events tab. If you're always, where can I get involved? Go to CMHA Champlain East events and we, uh, we promote them there. Perfect. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being with us today, guys. Um, pleasure. Best of luck with all your events. Um, um, we're going to be probably starting a mood walk as well. Yay. I love <laughs> it. We'll let you know. Let us know. Yeah. We'll be happy to. And if we can support you in any way and give you some structure, if you like that. Yes. Yeah. We, uh, we've already gone through the, the training, so we have an idea yep. of how we're going to roll it out. So Awesome. Thank well, you. Have yourself a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Uh, thank you for having us. All right. Bye-bye. Thank, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Oh, wow. That was great. I don't know. Like, it's called Monday Morning Motivation for a reason. Yeah. I know. I came on the show this morning. I was like exhausted. Drained. Just completely drained. And now I'm like, okay, let's go on a mood walk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm all good You're ready, go. ready for the walk now? Well, you know what I'm ready for? It's the time for, and we were, again, we want to do the um, taste test to taste test local produce and promote local businesses. So we're always on the lookout for that. So yesterday I was at Harvest. Yes, I know we did the sushi from there once before and you were super impressed. Mm -hmm. But uh, I was there and I was uh, we're promoting the bakery and the vegetables and stuff through there page in the in the may seeker so i ended up in the bakery department and i picked up two things and one is chocolate butter tarts i don't know like that really sounded interesting to me because a butter tart is a butter tart but a chocolate yeah. butter tart but these look very different than uh regular butter tarts they do they do here we go how's the color on your side it's it looks all right today it yeah. looks all right I'm I'm trying to find my camera. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's it's just different, and I figure we need to taste it. And what else do you have? Also, they make cookies. Like they have an in-store bakery, so everything is baked fresh. Like the they make cookies every single day. 
I know because I worked there part time for a while for my yeah, mental health two mm-hmm. days a week. It was, <laughs> it was wonderful in the garden center. So yeah, I know these uh, cookies. Are so what fresh. kind of cookies are they? Are they like these just are called hermit? Hermit. hermit cookies and i know my friend leslie Stra- i know my friend leslie strassi we all know leslie from the chamber mm-hmm. uh every time she would come in when i was working there she'd be looking for hermit cookies i'm like what is so exciting about these things and of course when she would come in they'd all be gone mm. i felt so bad because they were always sold out so yesterday when i saw hermit cookies i'm thinking we're gonna try oh, them we're gonna try find them. out what it's all about so all right so, okay, what do you want to try first? You choose. Uh, let's do the cookies. Okay, I have it in my hand. <laughs> oh, hold on. Somebody says next week, goat jerky. <gasps> goat goat jerky. jerky. Okay, send us the details. I'm in. Yeah, where is it Sounds from? interesting. We'll definitely be trying that. All right. So, cookie, one, two, three. I'm, I'm going to try to get a bite with everything in it. Mm. 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 Mm -mm. okay macadamia nut i got raisin raisin Mm. oh my god this is so good it's it's like there's all kinds of nuts in here which Mm. i love and it's chewy it's not crunchy it's just chewy I can see why Leslie likes these. Mm. Mm. These are really good. Oh, I don't know. There's a specific taste and I can't pinpoint it. Nutmeg, I think. It's super good. Mm-hmm. I see why they're always sold out. Because <laughs> like, okay, let's eat the rest of it. I'm just chipping. I'm just chipping at it. Mm. Mm. Walnut, I think. Yep. They have they have a huge assortment of cookies and like say on when you, they're baking it and you walk into there you want to actually taste every single one of them. Yeah, they're so they tasty and so, so good. chewy and yeah, when they're fresh out of the oven, they must be like really awesome. The other the other thing is all their bread is baked every day too, so oh. it's, it's like uh, I know when, I had I had a pecan pie once from there ooh. and it was really good. We love their uh, banana cream pie. Okay. Oh, I've never had that good. one. It's really good. It. It's All really right. Let's good. try the um, chocolate, chocolate. What did you call it? Chocolate, chocolate butter, butter tart. tart? Yeah. All right. I think I'm going to like this. Let's go. I, I like the smell of it. Mm. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. This is good. All good. Oh my God. I think I hit two really good ones. That is so good. Yeah, it's it's really good. Tastes absolutely different from a regular butter tart because it's full of chocolate. It's really good. Oh Lord. Mm. Half of one is going to be enough though. Yeah, they're very rich. Very rich. So um, Very yeah. sweet, but oh my God, does that hit the spot when you have a sweet craving? Well, I'm going to finish those Which off I've been breakfast. having a lot. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, what do you mean finish it? I think you already finished the, the cookie part. 
No, it's still okay. there. Okay, we got about the, the same the amount. The tart is there. Yeah, very good, very good. So we'll yeah. head over to Harvest. Uh, they also have a packed grocery store. You can you can actually you know I what? love the veggies at Harvest. Well, every time I go in there, I like to go in and out, but I can't because yeah. there's so much stuff in there. And every time I go, Julia. Linda's ordered more stuff and and a lot of unique products. Yeah, it's really good. And which then, one do I, you go to? The one on uh, Cornwall? I, I go to or? both. I go to both. Okay. The one on Vincent Massey, I drop off a lot of our seekers and I drop them off at the other one too. But Vincent Massey has a rack at the door. So they always have a lot of our seekers. And Anna, mm -hmm. who manages Vincent Massey, writes for us. So okay. she's our gardening expert. She's really, really good. And I had a question the other week, too, and I'm going, who should I ask? Ask Anna. Anna <laughs> knows everything. But, yeah, even that store, they it is amazing. There is so much in there and, right, and unique products. But their gift store, which used to be on Cornwall Center and was the whole store, you remember? Yeah. Mm -hmm. they, when they closed the restaurant, they moved the gift store into the restaurant part, and it's amazing. That is my my therapy. If I'm needing something, I just have to walk around there. Try not to buy everything, but it's a great place. So many unique items. It's, it's I love that store. Nice. Yeah, it's uh, it's really really good. And like they say, fresh vegetables and fruit, and then of course the flowers are coming, and I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um, they do uh, actually with the garden. They've got three locations now. They have Cornwall Center. They have Vincent Massey and Power Dam. And then uh, the third location is at the end of Boundary. Boundary, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Boundary and second. Yeah. Yeah. So the Garden Center is opening there too. Awesome. Uh, Joseph Edward, please let us know where to get that goat jerky. Goat I want to, I want to, I want to try that. It uh, sounds interesting. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, do we have any events uh, to promote? Well, I know the uh, library coming up this Saturday has got the Art Hive at the library mm -hmm. from noon to one. So go check that out. It's it's a it's a really awesome place because you don't have to be an artist. You don't even ha have to know how to do art. You just kind of go in there. You create. All the materials are free. Every, it's a free event. So check it out. Noon to one this Saturday. It's uh on the third Saturday of every month, Cornwall Art Hive is at the Cornwall Square Okay, from 1 to 3. And on the fourth Saturday of every month, it's at the library from noon okay. to 1. So, and, uh, and then you have this uh, this little market starting at Archambault Ironworks. When is yeah. that starting? So that's starting the long weekend. The, um, was it the 21st, 22nd, and 23rd, 23rd of May? So basically, Archambault Ironworks is on the 138, which is a really, really super good location for a little market. So it's going to be a little crafter's market. You'll see me popping in there every now and then. Whenever I don't have a wedding, I do want to be there on the 21st of May. Mm -hmm. So I'll have, you know, my invitations, my little gnome stuff, my mother with her gnome plant pots. There's a there's a story about gnomes in the uh, I know uh, I saw May that Seeker that's like uh, just a gnome for every occasion. So just uh, read it up when uh, when we come out next week. 
yeah, right, my please account. check out the vendors market. It's I mean it's in May. We've still got some time to plug it, plug it, but uh, from ten to four, and it'll be every second weekend starting the long weekend in May. Awesome. All right. Well, that's it for today for us, guys. Thank you for joining us today. I hope you enjoyed the show. I wish you a good week and a super duper day. See you next week. Bye.